nine times out of 10, the reason we fail at something like this is because we failed to do all the work behind the scenes ahead of the actual promoting of it. So many times, I know that we can be tempted to just throw it together and launch it. And I would even dare to say that it feels desperate when you do it that way. And I get it, I've been there and I felt those crunch times where I just needed someone to book. I need to get more sessions on the calendar and I need it yesterday. Hi there, welcome to this episode of The Fearless Photographer. I am so happy you're here because in the next several episodes, I'm gonna be really honing in on ways to grow your business and book more clients. And not simply just booking more clients, but more of your dream clients. So we'll dive into how to define your ideal client, how to attract them, how to book them. We'll also talk about ways to get seen more online, ways to make sure your website is converting, how to convert clients over the phone or by email without being salesy. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any of those episodes coming up soon. But first off, let's start with something that I do every year to grow my own business. And we're just in time to plan for the fall season or the holidays coming up. And that is mini sessions. So over the last 12 plus years in business, going on 13, I've always offered seasonal mini sessions as a way to grow my business or generate an influx in cash over a short period of time. But there's so much more involved in this than simply putting an ad on Facebook and watching the clients come to you. It doesn't just happen like that. It would be great if it did, but it doesn't. So let's talk about how to strategically grow your business with mini sessions. Whether you're new to photography and throwing around the idea of hosting a themed or seasonal mini session event or a special, or even if you've tried to host mini sessions in the past and either didn't book all of your available sessions, you didn't get the response you wanted, or if you felt frantic trying to advertise and hold the sessions and edit all of those sessions, this episode is for you. I want to share with you some practical tips and tactics I've learned from doing both themed and seasonal mini sessions over the course of my business. And I promise I never hold back or fluff up my content for you. I'm a big believer in getting right to the point. Just give me the content, right? So here you go. First of all, what is a mini session? Think of a mini session as a sample of your work. It's a low risk way for clients to try before investing in a larger session at full cost. The goal is to be introduced to new clients that will become loyal customers and invest in larger sessions down the road. Now, some of the clients you meet during a promotion like this may not be your ideal client, and that's okay. It's still generating that income for you in a short amount of time, but some clients are only going to be mini session clients. They're never going to book a full session, and that's okay. Mini sessions are not regular sessions at a discount. It's not simply offering your standard packages and products at a lower rate. Instead, you're dialing down the amount of time you spend on it, the images that you edit or deliver, and the product offerings for these sessions. You could also choose to style these mini sessions and have a theme that is different from what you offer in a traditional session. For example, many photographers do something like Easter, Christmas, Mommy and Me for Mother's Day, or summertime mermaid sessions. 
um, kissing booth for Valentine's Day, lemonade stand for the summer, back to school theme at the end of summer. So many ideas, but don't feel like you have to do a themed setup or elaborate props. You could choose to just keep it simple. And we'll talk more about that in a bit. Next, let's talk about if offering many sessions is right for your business. While the workload can be really intense for a short period of time, the upside is that you can earn quite a chunk of money in a short amount of time while potentially meeting new and hopefully repeat clients, like I just mentioned, and only you can decide if offering many sessions is right for your business. But in my experience, these are a great way to, like I said, not only meet new clients and make a big profit in a short amount of time, and I can use that to either fund equipment upgrades or simply supplement my income in a slow month. But in recent years, my availability has been limited because of the number of weddings I shoot every year. So many sessions are an easy way for me to continue to serve the families that I've been working with for years without committing too much time out of my schedule or my work days. So decide on the goal that you want to accomplish and if the work required will be worth the trade-off. Figure out a plan that allows you to meet your goals with the effort and amount of work that you know that you can commit to. It can be really intense. So do you get easily stressed when you have more than one or two sessions in a day? Can you spend the time editing those sessions? What will that trade-off be for you? And is that worth it to you? So if you decide that you want to do mini sessions or you want to hear what's involved with planning and executing these sessions, keep listening. Now, it would take hours to give you all of the information that I've learned, but don't worry, I'm going to cover as much as I can in our time. And if you listen to the end, you can find out how to get your hands on the full guide. But I do want you to still listen to this episode because I mention a few things and go a little bit deeper with some of the tips and tactics that I don't necessarily cover as in-depth in that guide. That's the benefit of listening to my podcast. I like to elaborate a little bit and give you a little more information in this time to give you those quick wins and really drive your business forward and give you insight and value with each episode. So if you've decided to do mini sessions in your business, or maybe you've tried them before and didn't book like you thought you would, or you felt frantic and scattered trying to promote and plan, here are the key steps to make sure your next mini session event is a hit. Number one, decide on a theme, design, or season. You'll first need to decide if you want to offer a styled or themed session with props and backdrop or whatever it is that you decide, or if you want to focus on your subjects in a beautiful location. There is no wrong answer when it comes to what you decide, but there are a few things to think about. So first consider if a styled shoot, a themed shoot, fits your style of photography. Do you typically focus more on emotions and lifestyle type sessions with beautiful portraits, but with a more natural and relaxed posing? Or if you prefer a more editorial look with focusing on imagination or a holiday, or you have a creative idea for something that you want to try, make sure you plan enough time to make it come together in time to advertise, which leads me to tip two, prepare to advertise. Your marketing and promotional materials, such as the images, the graphics, any ads that you use to promote these sessions should set the tone and attract the type of clients that you want. They should follow a similar theme and be consistent in style, such as outdoor versus indoor, and even the way that you edit these photos. 
if the images that you use to advertise are screenshots from Pinterest taken with a cell phone or look like the wrong season that you're advertising for, you're not going to generate as much interest. People like to know exactly what to expect and they want to know that they can trust you to deliver. Not to mention that you've put thought and effort into it rather than just taking screenshots and taking the easy way to put out feelers for these sessions, such as like creating a mood board or an idea board and just kind of putting it out there. Now, if you're doing market research and trying to see who might be interested, that's different and that should be done at least two to four months before you're wanting to actually shoot these sessions. The idea is to give a clear idea of what you're offering and what someone can expect from booking one of your sessions. If you don't have images to show for your theme, one thing I'm asked often, is it okay to use myself or my kids as my models? Or do I even have to have someone model for me? And my answer is always the same. Do whatever you can that gives you the smallest barrier of resistance, so to speak, in getting the event planned and advertised in enough time. So if that means putting your kids in front of your setup and taking pictures of them and editing the way that you would for your clients, that's what you do. Another tip here, while you're putting this together, even if you don't have every detail hashed out, generate interest on social media by giving little teasers. Don't tell what it is. Don't say, I'm about to post new session idea or anything that tells what it is, but FOMO is absolutely real and people like to not only feel included and like they're not missing out, but we're just nosy. I can't be the only one that stalks other people's Instagram just to see what they're up to, what they're about, any fun ideas or projects that they're currently working on. We're nosy by nature. So let people in on that just enough so that now when they see you post in your stories, they're thinking, oh, what is she working on? What's coming next? I want to know. So number three create a promotional plan. Now this is a little bit different than preparing to advertise because it's a lot more strategic. If you skip over that last step in preparing, your mini session event will flop. Nine times out of 10, the reason we fail at something like this is because we failed to do all the work behind the scenes ahead of the actual promoting of it. So many times, I know that we can be tempted to just throw it together and launch it. And I would even dare to say that it feels desperate when you do it that way. And I get it. I've been there and I felt those crunch times where I just needed someone to book. I need to get more sessions on the calendar and I need it yesterday. But if you skip over the planning stage, you're basically throwing it out there and hoping people see it. Or heaven forbid, you just blast social media with your ads or your photos trying to get in front of as many people as possible and you're wasting your money on ads that won't accomplish what you want it to. So be strategic, make a plan on how you promote your sessions and you'll avoid being exhausted from trying to advertise before you even start the sessions. Some things to consider when you're making a plan on how to market your sessions or your event. Number one, who are you marketing to and why? Are you photographing families expecting a new baby or maybe they've added to their family and need updated photos for Christmas cards? Are you advertising a mini boudoir event for Valentine's Day for your partner? Are you offering back to school sessions for kids right before they head back to school at the end of summer? When you can define who you're for and why they might need photos, 
that's where your power in marketing comes from. The second thing to consider is if you're going to offer these mini sessions for new clients or only past clients. I will say again, there's no wrong decision when it comes to how you want to do your business. But for the years that I only offered mini sessions to previous clients, I felt like my business didn't grow quite as quickly. So I decided that mini sessions were actually one of the ways my business was growing, hence the name of this podcast. And like I mentioned earlier, it was a way for new clients to sort of preview what working with me would be like. And it allowed me to make an impact and show them what I could do and make a good impression. And now they return every year or after every milestone for updated photos, even if it's only for another mini session. The third thing to consider is will you pay to promote on Facebook? I do think that you should have a good knowledge of ads before you try running an ad. I know from experience that you can waste a ton of money advertising for it not to reach the right audience or just not convert like you imagined. And simply boosting a post rarely works. Think of ads as a long-term investment rather than a short-term fix to reach a ton of people in a short amount of time because you're not going to be able to reach the right people, most likely. Number four, how will you reach your audience? By mail, email, social media. Make a plan for how and when you're going to promote your event and give yourself enough time to advertise and book in advance and space out when and where you post about it. So by that, I mean, if you post every day on the same platform, it seems desperate and people will get tired of seeing it. Instead, make a plan where you would post one day, do a quick story the next, and then a Facebook Live and show your location or your setup. Build up that interest through your own excitement. Don't simply get on and say, I have 10 spots, DM me if you want it, I'm booking these now, etc. Generate that excitement and that interest by being excited about it yourself. Why should they want this? What will it do for them? Number four, you're going to want to book in advance. Don't just set up a space or show up on location and expect people to drop in. For this type of session to really work, you'll want to book specific times in advance and require a deposit, either PayPal or Venmo, to reserve their time. I always remind my clients that mini session availability is limited, so the full session fee is due in advance to book their spot. This also gives them the chance to purchase add-ons after their session without feeling like they just paid for their session and don't want to spend any extra. And it also helps my own peace of mind to know that I've already collected all of my session fees and I don't have to remember who's paid a deposit, who's done 50%, who owes me money on the session day. I don't want to be worried about that at all. Number five, make the booking process as simple and easy as possible. And I've talked about this on the podcast before about automating this part of my business and how it saved me countless hours. Set up a specific landing page or a hidden page from your main website for clients to find the information they need about this session, what's included, the cost, how to schedule, what to expect, but keep it as simple and precise as possible. Don't feel like you have to sell yourself here because guess what? If they've already made it to this point and you're sending them the link to this landing page, it's a very good possibility that they're going to proceed to the next step. They're already ready to book. I also choose to have them submit their contract and their payment all through that same page. Once they book, they're sent an email with a confirmation, session details, what to expect, 
and even a styling guide that I also created using a hidden page on my website. It's so easy and it saves me hours of writing emails to each person, keeping up with who's returned their contract or pay their deposit. And even if you're using a CRM like HoneyBook, it's still a process to keep up with. And most likely it's a different workflow from what your normal day-to-day business might look like. I hope all this information has been helpful to you. If you are considering doing many sessions, I hope this has either helped you in your planning process and encouraged you in making sure that you do that prep work and set it up to where you're profitable and you're not running yourself ragged just to get an influx of cash or reach new clients and grow your business. But if you want to get the full guide on how to profit from doing many sessions, how to structure your sessions, as in how much to charge, how long they should be, what you should include. I also included tips on how to create a sense of urgency, how to decide how many sessions you can handle, even some mistakes to avoid and ways to maximize your income through these many sessions where your clients are so excited to take the next step and either purchasing a package or book a full session with you. And I'll show you how to present it in a way that is completely non-salesy. Right now, if you head to the link in my show notes, you can download the full guide on how to grow your business through many sessions or go to thefearlessphotographer.com slash many sessions. That wraps up today's episode. I hope you found it helpful and encouraging. If you enjoyed this episode or my podcast, I would love for you to take a minute and give a rating with a review. And if you take a screenshot of your review and either post it in your stories that you're listening and tag me at the fearless photographer underscore, or simply send me a DM, I'll send you a special gift just for sharing. If you want to hear more topics just like this one and desire to create a business and life you love without all the guesswork, consider subscribing to the show so you never miss an episode.